0: So today's daf is daf Hei in Meseches Yevamus. And we got up to the very, very top line. Before we start our Gemara, it's important for us to look at uh, a Pasuk in the Torah. Okay? And this Pasuk is going to take us throughout Amar Aleph. And again, let's remind ourselves that what we've been doing for the last couple of blot is trying to prove that an Asay, a positive commandment, is Dachi pushes aside Alosase, okay. Which is why I would have thought that the mitzvah of yibum on a mother-in-law, daughter, so on and so forth, should be performed, if not for the word aleh, okay. Because in general, in ase, push aside alosase, okay. Fine. Now, we brought one proof, and that's been the that was the focus of yesterday's daf, where we looked at the words tsemaru pishtim wool and linen. And we said those words were extra and we're learning out from shotness and tzitzis that um, in ase is dachi alose, you're going to wear tzitzis, tzitzis on a garment even though it's going to turn out to be shotness because ase pushes aside alose ase. Okay. Now, that was the opinion of Rabbi Yishmol's yeshiva. Ultimately, the Rabbanon argued. So according, the Gemara is going to start out, let's just read the two top lines. Then, then we'll see this Pasuk together that we were talking about. The Gemara says, "Top of Heyamar Aleph, Tenach, This whole approach of yesterday's daf works very well according to Yishmol's yeshiva. They're, you know, they talk about Semeru Pishtim, beautiful. It all works out. But the Rabbanon Minolahu, according to the Rabbanon who used Semeru Pishtim to tell me that the obligation of shotness is specifically to wool and linen and not to any other sort of blend of fabrics, how are they going to know that in Asay in general? A positive commandment in general is dachi outweighs, pushes aside a low saseh. We still need a source for the Rabbanon to this rule. Okay. Now before we get into the Rabbanon source, let us look at a pasuk in Vayikra. Perek Dalid pasuk tes. So either you can open up a chumash. A lot of gemaras have this on the side. In the Torah or HaSholim, a lot of the new prints have it on the side. The art scroll has it on the side. You'll find on the right side of Davhei Ahmed Aleph, a little bit more than halfway down of the Ahmed, it says, Torah or Hashalim," and it'll quote this Pasuk in Aleph, okay? Yeah. Let's learn this Pasuk together. Um, Parak Yedalad Pasuk Test. This is a Pasuk by Mitzorah, okay? Now, a Mitzorah has a fascinating purification process, whereas part of the process, he waits seven days, and on the seventh day, is where this pasuk picks up, by b'yayim hashavii, and it's going to be on the seventh day of the mitzvah's purification process. What does he do? Yigalach eskal He shaves off all of his hair. Now let me ask you a question: What is all of his hair talking about? And he takes what's all of his hair? What does all of your hair mean, huh? A baldy. that's right baldy everywhere kol sa'are means all of your hair your entire body Yigalach has kol sa'are so this mitzvah is going to go and shave off all his hair isn't that what the Pesach just says absolutely so there should be a period here except that there's not the Pesach continues let's keep learning together esraisha you shave your head why, why are you telling me you shave your head you just told me you shave your whole body this word as is extra, the es and his beard, his beard You just told me you shave your hair. That's also extra, the gabay and his eyebrows. The chibas as also has to wash off his garments for rakats and then he immerses his body in water v'toher and he's tahar. Okay, so as part of the purification process of the matzera, it says you shave your entire body could have put a period but instead we prefer to mention three body parts that you shave your head your beard your eyebrows clear what should be bothering us why you got to specify these three it's already included you already told me to shave off all my hair so it should be completely included okay with that introduction of that pasuk let us begin today's daf here we go we again. We're trying to figure out. According to the rabbanon, how do they know that an assay, a positive commandment, pushes aside a negative commandment? Now, if I'm going to shave my whole body, doesn't that mean that I'm going to shave off my payas? Is there is there a word in the pasuk that, that means body? Uh, no, you're right. I'm, I'm also all right. I'm sorry. So it's all it says is all your hair. Thank you, Isaac. All it says is all your hair. That means. Okay, that means all the hair. Okay. Yeah, all your hair, whenever there's a body of hair. So you shave it. What would you say it means? If if uh, if, if you... Just the head. Okay, why would you think only the, ha- the head? Then why do you say, Sorry, just say, shave your head. So, so if I say I got a haircut, you're not going to think like I, I had the barber trim... Good, the, okay. The so Isaac's hair. asking, If I say I got a haircut, you're not going to ask whether the barber uh, trimmed his uh, armpits. You know? So, so uh, why is it... That's only because that's assumed. That's assume When people get haircuts, when men get haircuts, you cut the head only. Okay. Fine. Well, if that's the case, Isaac, I think you're asking even a stronger question. So then it's even a bigger question why you got to say Esraishai. That's the assumption, right? It's got to be the head. So, yeah, you understand? Okay, good. So let's get into this. Be it as it may, there's an obligation of the Metzairah to shave all of his hair on day seven. But there's a chiyuv, there's a negative uh, prohibition in the Torah. You're not allowed to cut off your pace. You're not allowed to take a razor over the corners of your head. So I have a los say, don't shave the corners of your head with a razor. But now I have a mitzvah say, a positive commandment on the mitzvah to shave all the hair. So I have an asay and a los say, Contradicting each other. Which one pushes aside the other? Let's get into this. Says in the Gemara, and after the Lord may either learn out that I say pushes I do from the word Rosho. The time we're going to the Rosh. Rosho, when it says in the post that the Metzorah shaves his head, Ma'atam or Leimar, why do you got to tell me he shaves his head? The Fisha Emmar, it already, uh, listen, it, it already says, lisa mean, kifu Pa'as Reisham, you're not allowed to shave the corner of your head with a razor. Shame af the king. I would have thought that even a Metzorah is not allowed to shave off his paeus, is not allowed to cut off the corners of his head with a razor. So Tom my Raishai. So now I know why the word Rosho is needed. Okay, let's pause. What do we just say according to Rabbanan? the Rabbana? The Pasik says you shave all your hair, all your hair and your head. Why do you gotta say es rosho? To let me know that when we say all your hair, it means even your payus. Because otherwise I would have thought, no, don't do the payas. S. Raishai teaches me no, you shave the payus. Because of our tana, and this Tana is of the opinion, hakafas kol haraysh shma In order to be called a shaving of the head, you need to shave off the entire head. And in general, this would be a prohibition. Memela, you know what we see from here when the Torah tells me to shave as it's letting me know that the asay. The positive commandment of the mizora shaving his head pushes aside the losase of you're not allowed to cut your payas. Hence, this is the source of the Rabbanon that a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment. Again, there's a positive commandment on the Mazorah to shave his entire head. Because it says that's Roshal. There's a negative commandment on the cut your payas. Why are you shaving your head? Everything including your payas. It must be. And as is Losase. This is going to be the source of the further Rabbanon. Okay. Says the Gemara, a question on this opinion. Dear holy rabbanan. do please do not tell me that the source of all assays pushing aside Los Assays is learned out from mitzora You know why? Because Mifrach, I'll question you and say, listen, mitzora. come on. Mala Lav the Hakava, when it comes to the transgression of if a person shaves their head with a razor. Yeah? Who's prohibited to shave the head with a razor? Who's, who's going to... I'm sorry. Who has the myths of shaving the head with a razor? Men. A man who's a mitzora when he's completed, shaves the head with a razor. But guess what? If a woman has terash, she does not shave her head. And therefore, this lav, this negative, is... It's something that does not apply to... I'm sorry. Not, not the shaving of that. The, the, the prohibition of cutting payas, only applies to men, it doesn't apply to women, that's to out from elsewhere in the Gemara. It says the Gemara, maybe an assay of the who all Mitzayras shave their heads, men and women, maybe it only pushes aside a lav, a los assay, that applies to men only. But let's say it's such a strong lav, which would be prohibited on men and women, maybe an assay is not strong enough to push aside such a lav. So again, you have no source, my dear Rabbanon, that in general, an assay pushes aside a los assay that applies to both men and women. Says the Gemara, you're right. You're right, it's not a good source. So now we're still looking for a source. How do we know that in general, a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment? Says the Gemara, well, let's look back at our Pasuk. Our Pasuk, you you shave all your hair and your head and your beard. The word beard is also extra. So let's look at the word beard. Ella Asia We'll learn out that Naseh puts out a low the word Zikano. Why? The The same we now let us take a razor over your head and cut off your payas, even on the corners of your beard. And us use a razor, Zakana why well, did it say that Mitsaira shaves his zakin? His beard lafish emar because it says There's a negative transgression in the Torah. You're not allowed to cut the corners of your beard with a razor. Shemeyani, I would have thought, afkayan mitzaira kin. This applies to a kayin mitzairah as well. He's not allowed to cut off his beard. Talmud leimar Zakanay. Therefore it says Zakanai to teach us that any type of mitzvah, including a Kayan, is going to have to uh, is is going to have to shave his the corners of his beard. With a razor, completely. Now, we're going to see soon that why would a Kohen be different? Because in general, a Kohen has extra halachos over us, where there's more stringencies. So I would say maybe for the halachos of a Kohen, maybe, you know, it doesn't override the prohibition of shaving his head, and maybe he shouldn't. Komash Malan that he does. Now, you might ask the same question we asked before. Before we said, you can't prove from Esrosho because Esrosho... The only men are prohibited from shaving their head; women aren't. So it's not shavu It Doesn't apply to everybody. So we might ask, oh, by a kohen also doesn't apply to everybody. Shkoyach, that's true. However, we already learned out the idea of eno shavu So says the Gemara. Here's my proof. You ready? Here's going to be the proof of the Rabbanon. inyan the lav And since we already know the topic that in ase pushes aside a love which doesn't apply to everybody, it must be that what we're learning out now from Loya Galehu on the zokein is, is applying to a, a love that does apply to everybody. In other words, an ase pushes aside a los ase, which applies to everybody. Okay, period. Now let's explain what we just did. We're not done yet, but let's explain what we're up to. Let's explain. Let's clarify. Short off, we can spend a little bit of time. We want to know why the Rabbanan, how the Rabbanan know a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment. Says the Gemara like this. There's a positive commandment on a Mitzorah to shave his hair. There's a negative commandment in the Torah to round out your head. So, the fact that a mitzora shaves his hair and rounds out his head is a proof at least on a lav which applies to some Yidin is a proof that the assay of shaving overrides the los assay. Because we're going to tell the Mitzorah to shave his head. So The assay overrides the los assay that applies to men. Then the Pesach says oh and the beard that's also extra. Well you know what that's coming to add? It's coming to tell me that not only is an ase docha a los ase, which applies to some people, it's teaching me an ase pushes aside a los say that applies to everybody. So that's going to be the new source for the Rabbanon. Again, an ase of shaving pushes aside the los ase of not rounding out the corner of your head and your beard because there's it's, there's extra words of rosho and zikana. Okay. Now, in order to make this drasha and to use the word rosho and zikano to tell me that I say is those words taka need to be extra, because now that they're extra, we said, oh, you don't need those words. You, you said kol it's extra. Oh, it's extra. So now we have a drasha. Says Gemara. One second. Let's ask a question on the whole premise. Is it really true that these words are extra, es rosho ve es zikano? Is it true the word zikano is extra? Listen to this. Let's go back inside the Gemara. I need these words in the pasuk because I would have thought to say without the words. Kohanim are different because, in general, we're more machmir. A Kohen can't walk into a cemetery. I could. We're more strict on Kohanim. Since the Torah puts additional mitzvos, Yise, yiseros, additional mitzvahs on Kohanim, so I would think by a Kohen, an ase does not push aside a los that only applies to men. Maybe it doesn't push it aside, because Kohanim we're going to be more strict. Komash comes along the pasuk now, es zikano, to tell me that no, the Asei pushes aside a los say even by Kohanim. Now, what did this just do? This just destroyed our whole source of Hasei Dachilos Because again, let's repeat. What would be the source of the Rabbanon that a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment? The extra word of the Eszekano. But here's the problem. Eszekano is no longer extra because it's coming to teach me a halacha by Kohanim that they also need to shave their heads and they don't have the added halacha. Well, Shkoyich. If it's teaching me something about Kohanim, it's no longer extra to teach me that in general, in asse is dochi alos and therefore we're back to square one. And what's square one? According to the Rabbanon, what is their source? That a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment, period. That's the question. We're back to square one. We're back to the top of today's daf. Rabbi Shmuel's yeshiva had their source from tzitzis from yesterday. Situ and Shatnus, good for them. The Rabbanon though are stuck without a source. Let's keep trying. It says the Gemara, "El Asya mei roshay da The Chachamim learn out that Naseh is dachi alosase from the word rosho, his head. And he's, we're following the pin of following time. The Tanu went the b'risa. Rosho, Matam alaymar. Why'd you got to tell me that a mitsayra shaves his head? Lefishen emar because it says. You know, when it comes to a Nazir, he's not allowed to cut his hair at all. and he's not, But it says that he's not allowed to use a razor over his head. Okay? In other words, in general, are you allowed to cut your hair with a razor? Yeah, you could. You just can't cut your payas with a razor. But you can cut the rest of your head. A Nazir is not allowed to cut any part of his head with a razor. Okay. okay? So Rosha Lephishna Mar Salih Abaraj says, a Nazir can't pass a razor over his head. Shema'ani, I already know off Mitzvah of a Nazir can that a Mitzvah who is a Nazir is not allowed to shave his head. Talmud Limar, therefore, says Raisha. Fascinating. You hear? Let's say you have a, a, a Mitzvah who's a Nazir. And he's completing his seven days of purity. Guess what? He has a Mitzvah to shave his head. Unbelievable. This Mitzvah was a Nazir. He's still gonna shave his head. Why? Because an assey, a positive commandment is Dahi alos say pushes aside the negative commandment of a nazir shaving his head. That's gonna be the source darab. Says the Gemara one second. Ikal mifrach. I'll challenge this. I'll ask a question on you and I'll say, Malin Nazir What about a nazir who's a Can You know, maybe a nazir mitzera is allowed to shave his head because. A Nazir himself can actually be released from his Nazirus When a person accepts upon himself to be a Nazirite. So he can go over to a Chacham, okay? And he can say, listen, I didn't mean it. I didn't realize the effort that goes into this. And retroactively, he's no longer a Nazir. Okay? And therefore, maybe that's why it overrides Nazirus. But in any other case, okay, in any other case, we're maybe we'll be more strict and we'll say that Nasei is not Tachi, the Losa And I'll prove it to you, says the Gemara, that this is a good logic. The because if you don't say this logic and say that a Nazir, since he could be released from the neder, from the vow, it's any different. Had the this that we established, that an asay cannot push aside an asay and a say What does that mean? Imagine you have a positive commandment, and that's butting heads, not only with a negative commandment, but with a negative and a positive commandment. Okay? So, we're going to say an asay cannot push off another asay along with a los assay. That's the rule. If I have one assay, it can't override a positive commandment with a negative commandment, which is very logical, right? Because the other positive commandment cancels out and now I have an additional negative commandment. So this rule of assay pushing aside a losay won't apply if the losa say also has an assay backing it up. But says the Gemara, one second, Ligmar mi Nazir. If that would be true, why don't we learn out from a Mitzorah Nazir who has an ase to shave his head, a los ase, and an ase. Because it's both a don't shave and leave your hair of a nazir. Ella mi nazir, my time of leg And So why, Taka, don't we use nazir as the source of not allowing the ase to push it off? Because we can challenge it with a strong question. We can knock it off by saying, shken yeshnoi b'she'ilem a nazir is, maybe we'll say is not really a losase because he can always remove the nazirus by asking a chacham well Hakanami. so too over here we can uproot uproot the proof and say sheken yeshloi bishaila you really cannot bring a proof from nazir at all and therefore says the gemara again we're back to square one why? Let's keep this simple. We're going to put this into one sentence. This proof from Nazir did not work because within Nazir itself, the halachos are not strong because the Nazir can always remove it. The whole And now let's make a new sentence. The whole halach of a Nazir not being allowed to shave is because he's a Nazir. But if you always have an opportunity to retroactively remove it, so the transgression is never fully in place. It's got one foot in the door, one foot out the door. So if I'm going to allow the assay to override it, big deal. The Nazir never really had a strong lace assay. Because it could technically be removed. So the Gemara is basically saying, so we're back to square one. According to the Rabbanon, what's going to be their source? That a positive commandment pushes aside an established permanent negative commandment. We're still looking for a source for that. Okay, says the Gemara, next attempt. El rather, La'ilam, really, we now turn to the Mikra, Really, we're going to go back to what we said originally. What is originally Zuk, the top Rashi on today's daf? We're going back to yesterday's daf. And we're going to say we're learning out from tzitzis and shatness. That an ase pushes aside a losa say We're leaving Mitzorah behind. Okay? The problem was, the problem was that the whole way to learn out Mitzorah, I'm sorry, forget Mitzorah. The whole way to learn out um, the ase pushes aside the los say is if the words tsemeru Pishtim were extra. The problem was, according to the Rabbanah, those words weren't extra. So how are they going to use that as a source of ase Dachilos? ase? So here we go. It says Igmar, I'll tell you why. Im Kain, if so, leimakro tzitzis tasa lecha. If you're going to tell me that Samaru Pishtim is not really extra, well, guess what? It really is. Because the title could have just said, you should make for yourself tzitzis. Why does it say gedilim? Why does it say you need to make um, roped Tzitzis. Gedilim lomali. It should have used the difference. The Gedilim is a strange word. For the fact that I've used the word Gedilim. Okay. Shma laafnuye. That interesting word of Gedilim is hinting to me. It's telling me that there should be an additional drasha over here. And what's that additional drasha going to be? To make smichas. To make a connection between tzitzis and Shatnis. and now that there's a connection between tzitzis and Shatnis, so the assay of tzitzis overrides the los assay of shotness. So according to the Rabbana, what is the source that ase pushes aside the los say? Back to tzitzis and shotness, same as Rabbi Yishmael's yeshiva, except they're gonna. It's coming about in a different way. Okay, says Gemara. No. Don't tell me that Gedilim is extra. You know why? The word Gedilim is telling us numbers. How many strings? When it says strings, you make tits strings. How many strings? So, says the Gemara, I'll tell you how we know. Gedil twisted strings, roped, shtayim. Well, in order for it to be a rope, you need at least two threads that are combined for it to start being called a rope. Otherwise, it's a thread. Gedilim, plural of gedil, so now is arba. You need to have two, two threads. So a total of four. say gedil, and the Torah says, make your two times two, make your four. Upaislayu misaychay. And let it be paisel, let it uh, uh, let it like hang down as strings mitchai from within it. Okay, what does it mean mitchai from within it? So it's letting us know you take these strings, you you have at least four, and then from that four you have it hung over. Beseder, what do you see from here? The word gedilim is not extra. It's letting me know how many strings are necessary to fulfill my mitzvah of tzitzis. So now we have a question, my dear Rabbanon. You have no source. Gedilim not extra to tell me. I say duchiles, I say. Rather, it's teaching me numbers. So what's your source? It says Gemara. No, it's still a source. Because if it would have just been telling me numbers, le Makra, the Torah could have just said lo silbas shatnes. Do not wear shatnes. Tameru wool and linen. Why does it say wool and linen together? Yach why do you have to tell me don't wear it together? The word yachtov is extra, and from that word yachtov, that is what's le- that's what's available to allow me to make the drasha of smuchin, of the parashis, together. And therefore, I know in general, in a say of tzitzis, it's going to apply everywhere else. Says the I could question that as well. i got a question on, you're going to tell me yachtov is extra, i got a question on that. Because letaykev shtey tchifah is chibur. You know, the word yachtov is teaching me that um, if you have two stitches, chibor, that's what's called chibor. That's what's called connected. Ut achas, But if it's only one up and down stitch, that's not called connected. And memela, it would be allowed to be worn. In other words, what's even called strong enough of a garment to have an issue of shatness. So if you only have one string up and down, one sewing motion, that's not considered a connection, and it's not shatness. But if you have two, it is shatness. And therefore, Yahtov teaches me that a mamash has to be together in the garment, at least two stitches. It's no longer extra. Since it's no longer extra, again, I cannot use it as my source to teach me. i say, Says the wrong again. and if so, Rachman rechman leisoba shameru pishtim, Yahtov. It could have said, don't wear woolen, woolen, woolen together. Why do you got to tell me, like, so bash, shotness, semeru pishtim. Shotness, Why are you mentioning the word shotness? Oh, that word's extra. Shmami no Oh, you know why the word shotness? That's going to be extra to teach me to make the smuchim and therefore learn asay say." Says he well, were it wrong. That word shotness is not extra. Vakati I need the word shotness in the Pusik. You know why? Because shotness teaches me it can't just be. Wool and linen, but you need ad shua tovoi vinois. It's got to be woven and, and weaved very, very well. Okay? And since he's got to tell me that it's, it's woven and weaved very well, what I learned from that is Rashi explains if it's not done in a good fashion, you're talking not going to be on shotness. Be it as it may. The word Shatnes is not extra. Now that the word Shatnes is not extra, there's no word in the Parsha of Tzitz telling me about Shmuchim. And since there's nothing in, in the Parsha telling me about Shmuchim, I can't learn out. I say say. Says the Gemara, okay. Ella, rather, Kula, may Shatnes, Navka. Really? That's all learned out from the word Shatnes? Okay, the word shatness really teaches me all of these halachas. And we're learning out from here that since shatness, everything is, uh, since, I'm sorry, since shatness is going to be the source of everything, the other words are taka going to be extra. Hence, once it's extra, I can now darshan smuchim, and now that I can darshan smuchim, I know that the ase is dachid say not only by tzitzas and shatness, but by everywhere else as well. Okay. Wow. So what we just did, what we just did is show that according to Tone Devei Rabbi Shemal, according to Rabbi Shmuel's yeshiva, and according to the Rabbanon, we have, everybody's in agreement that if you have an assay, a positive commandment, that's going to push aside the negative commandment, is going to push aside the life assay. Okay. Says the Gemara, very nice. We're going to take this and run with it. And now we're going to go to the next step. Hold on. Ashkichon, we have now found a good source. The Asi Ase, that a positive command comes along, the Dachi Los and pushes aside a negative command, Greda, which stands alone. If I have one Asayi playing against the Los that Asayi is going to work. Okay, it's going to win out. Now, let's remind ourselves of something. Is every losase sase created equal? Is every biblical transgression created equal? No. Because even though when it comes to positive commandments, we don't really know how much reward you get, different levels, it's very unclear. However, by negative commandments, by low there are levels. You have your standard low Your regular lav, don't do. You have a losase that has kares with it, more severe. You could have a transgression that has a death penalty. You could have a transgression that has malchus. Each one's got its own level. What's going to happen if I wear shotness? Losase, I wear shotness. Anything happens to me? I misa. No, it's a love. It's a negative transgression. Says the Gemara, very nice. Okay, you've proven to me that an pushes aside a standard laizasse. However, here we go back inside the Gemara. Laizasse, sheesh by karis. Let's say it's a negative transgression with the Khib of karis. Hecha ashkech on the Dachi. How do we know that it's taka pushed aside the itchrich alleha la misra that you need the word Allah to tell me to not do yibim? Now this is where this Gemara, uh, the whole Daphay, is connecting itself back to Yavamas. Let's pause, and I want to make sure we get this clear. How did we start talking about this whole conversation of a positive commandment pushing aside a negative commandment? Why did we talk about this? The answer was Yavamas. My brother dies childless. He was married to my daughter. I now have the Torah telling me to marry her as a yibum, and the, as a yavama, and the Torah telling me don't marry her because she's your daughter. To of yibum and halosasei. I would think I should actually do yibum on my daughter, my mother-in-law my grandmother-in-law, whoever it is. Why don't I? Why don't I do Yibam? If an assay of Yibam pushes aside a Los assay, why shouldn't I do Yibam on my daughter? The Torah says, do Yibam. Positive commandment. The answer is, you're right. It should be like that. But as we learned on Dav Gimel, Aleha, the Torah had extra word Aleha, only my brother's sister, okay, a whole a whole uh, spiel that we had, but the word Aleha is what's teaching me that the Asay is not Dachi the Los Asay. Otherwise, it would be. Says the Gemara one second by my daughter I'm Karis. So here's the Gemara's question: When it comes to an Asay that pushes aside a Los Asay, we have a good proof. But what a, if I were to marry my daughter, the Karis? How do I know that an Asay would push aside a Los Asay with Karis to the point where I need the word Aleha? To tell me not to marry her. You understand the question? If not for the word Allah, apparently I should be marrying my daughter. I... You have no source that an assay pushes aside a loss, say, with karis. You have no source for that yet. So why do I need the word Allah? That's the Gemara's question. Says the Gemara, V'chit ibn if you're going to say, nilif Me Mila, learn it out from Bismillah, you know, by bismillah. if you don't get a bismillah is a but there's a, an assay to do a bris milah on the eighth day, even if it's Shabbos. Okay, so we know that the assay of bris milah overrides the of Shabbos, but I'll say no, that's not a good proof from Shabbos. Mila has 13 creases. Okay, there's th- there's uh, there's 13 parts of a bris. That are uh, that you know a person is going to be obligated in, and maybe that's why it overrides Shabbos. But something else that's not as severe maybe shouldn't override the ase. So you're going to say, oh, mi Pesach. You learn out that an ase is dochilose from the carbon Pesach. We know a person has not bring carbon Pesach. He's going to be chayv karis No, mal Pesach shekain um, mal Pesach karis. When it comes to Pesach, there is a chiyuv of karis if you don't do it at all. Okay, so what? What lemain Who cares if there's going to be a chi of kares? Well, I have a so. Here's let, let's talk outside. I have a mitzvah say to bring my carbon pesach, and then we say, what about bris? You see that a bris is an asay dochilah say no bris has thirteen. Uh, you know it's 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 ultra uh, ultra machmir. The carbon pesach is going to be more mekel. Okay. Even without an action. So again, we're not going to be able to use bris. We're not going to be able to use a carbon pesach. E- either one of those is not going to be good sources for, in general, that an asei dochi losay with karis. So you can going to tell me you learn that from the carbon atomid. A carbon atomid is, high of, uh, is uh, high of karis if you do it on Shabbos, but you also need to get it done. Uh, you see, you, it's, it overrides an say, kar- uh, say with karis. No. That happens all the time. And you can't say that that's going to apply to, uh, to our scenario where perhaps I have an assay that's not done all the time. Maybe an assay that's done all the time overrides, but in general, not. So, the sense of you're right. You're right. Bottom line is if you're looking for a source that an assay pushes aside a loss, assay with curries, we're not, we don't have any particular case that I could look at individually and say that's going to be my source that an assay pushes aside a loss with curries. Nochamol. Let's reiterate. We have sources that a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment. We've sourced that out. It's from tzitzis and shatnas. But how do you know that a positive commandment pushes aside a negative commandment with Kares? We don't know. You can't use Shabbos. You can't use Mila. You can't use Pesach. Each one's got its own stringency and why its assay is unique. Therefore, says the Gemara what we're going to do is, in classic Amara fashion, we're going to make a a combination of two of these halachas and learn out one halacha from two by showing me that granted Mila has astringency, granted Shabbos has astringency, granted Pesach has astringency, but if you take two of them, each one cancels out the other stringency because you see that it overrides even though it's missing the other one. Okay, so here we go. tesi, which two are we going to learn, learn out an ase from? Meimilo, Pesach, you're going to use Mila and Pesach to teach me everywhere else, Sheken Karis. Well, by Mila and Pesach... If you don't do it, there is a, uh, there's a chiyuv of karis. There's an the added stringency. You told me to combine pesach and tambir. No, also. Those were all brought to the Rabbanish Okay? Now, since they're both brought to the Rabbanish that's why it overrides. But what about Yibim? Is this for the Rabbanish Granted, it's a mitzvah, but it's really for the brother. So maybe what is coming on behalf of the brother to keep his name going. And I say, he's not going to push it aside. Mimila You want me to join together the Mila and the tamid? can yesher the Listen, Mila and tamid existed even before the Torah was given. Avram was given bris Mila. Carbon was given even before the Torah, the, the Torah came about. At Harsinai, we had already brought an ayla as a Carbon tamid V'aliba demandi ayla midbar, And we're following the opinion that in the midbar, even before Ma'an-Tayra, they brought a Carbon ayla. Since they came before everything else, you're not going to be able to prove that in general, Lachiy of uh you know, is, is overridden by an Ase. Umikulunami. what if I want to use all three? Shabbos, Mila, Pesach, as my sign of Ase, Dach, and Shish B'Kareis. No. Really, if you think about all them, they all existed before Matan Terah, right? Because even the Karban Pesach, was brought in Mitzrayim. So the bottom line is that the fact that the assay overrides anything else, you can't use it to a standard situation. Very Gishmak. Okay. So we're back to square one. What square one? Shabbos has a Chumrah with Kareis. Pesach has a Chumrah with Kareis. Has a chumrah with kareis but we still don't know why an assay. Is say to a point where I need the word Allah to tell me otherwise. Says the Gumara I'll tell you why the word Allah is needed. In other words, otherwise, if not for Allah, I would say, do Yibam on your daughter, do Yibam on your brother in law, do you on your grandmother in law, do Yibam on but Allah stops it? Why? Why do you know, what would I have thought otherwise? Here we go. Sogdachina, I would have thought to say, "Tis me Learn out that Yibum in Asay overrides Kuris from Kibir Avaim. Why? Titania, we learned in a I would think if my parents tell me, come visit. Come visit. We want you in our house for Shabbos. And I say, listen, Shabbos starts in 20 minutes. It takes me three hours to get to your house. I can't come. What do they say? What do you mean? says the Torah, listen to your parents. So I have a mitzvah to listen to my parents. I have a mitzvah to keep Shabbos. So a person might think, listen to your parents. I might think that Kibbutz Av'aim overrides Shabbos. Tom would so to counteract that, the Torah says, Ish tiro, the obligation to respect and listen is to fear your mother and father, the Eshab Sai and guard and protect my Shabbos. You know what that teaches me? says the Gemara beautiful, beautiful message crucial to how we live, and that is Kochem chayavim If anybody It could be your parents, it could be your colleagues, it could be your boss. Anybody says, you listen to me over God, God says, one second, they're also obligated to honor me. They also need to listen to me. They have no right to tell you not to listen to me because they're also obligated in my my word, in my commandments. My love... Isn't it a case of the Amar Lehi Shaitli Bishuli? are we talking about a case where let's say somebody's father says, mother says, you know, it's Shabbos, do me a favor, cook something for me, shecht for me. The time of the God of the terrorist says, Sayyid it's letting me know that you can't do that. But let's say this Pasuk wouldn't have said that. If not for these verses, it might seem that the obligation, the positive commandment, of Aim would override Shabbos, even though Shabbos has a Kuraiv transgression. So you see from here that an Assei of Kibadava Aim would have pushed aside a Los Assei Shi'esh The only reason why it doesn't is because the Torah says, no, you know, you're all obligated to honor me. But if not for that, basuk, the rule would be listen to your parents. An say pushes aside the Los Assei of Shabbos with Karis. Oh, it's a good proof. Says the Gemara wrong. No proof. Light, incorrect. Top of tomorrow's daf. Lav, lemichmar. This pasuk is not talking about where somebody's parents tell them to be high of karis, cook for me, shecht for me, but rather. It's dealing with a scenario where the parent possibly, poss- it could possibly be, not for sure, it could possibly be a scenario where the parent tells uh, the child, listen, um, you know, uh, can you can you uh, schlep, uh, my, my donkey has a lot of uh, of uh, packages on it, can you guide my donkey to the right place? Now, there's no chi of karis on that. Maybe that is when the Torah says that it's not, that nasay is not doicheh, the say, but the say might be different. So, in other words, says the, what the, what we're leaving off with right now, is that we've been looking for a source that a positive commandment in I would push aside a los I say with kares, like by ibum, and therefore I need a leo, right lice I pushes would would have pushed aside the kares. Uh, the I says the Gemara, what's going to be the source from Shabbos? Says we no. That's not a source. Because maybe the case of Shabbos, where the parents want to tell you, to Shabbos, maybe they didn't mean to transgress it in a Kareh's way, they just meant to transgress it in a standard way. Hence, we still don't have a proof that an assay would push aside a lav with Karis. That's what we're holding right now. We're in the middle of the Sugiah, we'll pick up from here, 9.30 a.m. tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. We'll see everybody uh, tomorrow morning.